0: Good day, and this is Lisa Hawkins with Christian Warrior Woman. I hope everyone is enjoying their holiday season, and we're all getting ready to rejoice because of the gift of Christ. And I wanted to talk to you today about the contrast that um, I came upon or just pondered about more, and I think it's interesting and wanted to share it with you. And it's in Romans, Romans chapter five. And so I want to talk about the contrast of Eve, Adam, and Christ. And something that, you know, I don't know about you, and you've probably heard me say this before, that when you read the word, depending on the day, the hour, and what you're going through, you see things differently, or you can get your own aha moment. So I think we all probably have learned that through the sin of Adam, that God gave us redemption with the birth of Christ, right? That Christ came to reconnect us to God because of what happened in the Garden of Eden. But I want to give especially out to single women, women looking for a husband, and also married ladies that I really think this chapter talks to something that you may not have thought about before. It's easy to read this chapter and focused on Adam sinned. And that's why we need a redemption. That God gave Jesus as a gift that the Lord wanted to redeem us from being a fallen people. To being a person, even if you were gone and, and, I mean, sorry, born and trying to live right, you were still a person in sin. And that Adam's sin and condemnation led to God having to send his only begotten son to save us, to restore the relationship that we had. So I want to give you something to think about. When I read chapter five today, and, you know, it focuses on faith bringing joy and, and Adam and Christ contrasted, it made me wonder, I don't know if you think like me sometimes, that if you think about it in the word, we always talk about because Adam sinned, Christ. The Lord had to redeem us. And I thought today what would have happened if Eve had eaten of the apple and winch or whichever the fruit was and went to Adam and Adam rebuked her or Adam told her no. I wonder what would have happened? Would it be that if she ate the fruit but he didn't? Would we be in a different place? But regardless, what's very clear in this passage is that when you read this and when you read other scriptures that Adam was held to a higher accountability because it always talks about that because of Adam it is In this passage, I find it interesting. It doesn't kind of set up the stage. Or, well, it was Eve. Then Eve convinced Adam, and then they both sinned. We know that's what happened when we look at Genesis and other passages. But here, it talks about Adam and that Adam was God's first man, and that sin brought death. And I I looked at it as, wow, Adam was God's first earthly son. And to redeem us, God had to bring his heavenly son. Adam was supposed to be the one who, his lineage ruled the world, but that didn't work out. And it made me think of two things. One, the love for his sons, but also the importance for women to have men in their lives who have strength, who have courage, who know the word, who have a relationship with God, that even when they are faced with something that their wife, their girlfriend wants to do, that they have the wisdom to shed light on why not to do it or why to pursue something different. And it's very important in the day that we live in where women are achieving and and rising above and, seeking equal rights, I am all for that. If, you, if you've read my book or know my background about um, career and my walk. But I do think that because of the hour and women also settle for men that may not be quite ready to cover them, protect them, and provide for them spiritually in their relationship with the lord because we live in trying times and we can't rely on just our spiritual strength if you know if you're a strong faithful woman in god and you bring a man of little faith into your life somebody, something's going to weaken the other Or are you gonna spend a lot of time trying to build him up? And I think that can happen in relationships, but it should be the norm, that we really should look for guidance from God and hear from God. If we read his word, if our relationship is there with the Lord, it will override our fleshly desire of our eyes, our ears, (laughs) and what we may say, our heart. And if a, a man can't provide for you when you're dating or engaged to him, how will he provide when you're married to him? And there are so many bright, brilliant, smart women we've all been there, including myself, that can fall for someone who, I'm not saying they're not worthy of you, but you really are in two different places in your life. And we should always look, even in our friendships, look for relationships that help grow us in our relationship with Christ. We shouldn't be in a relationship where we've got to beg someone to go to church or beg someone to pray, beg someone to be a a father or responsible. If they haven't been up until the time you've met them, you do not have the ability to change them. God has the ability to change them, but not you. And don't think, well, let's marry them and then they'll change, no. If God has meant this person for you and 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 this person loves you and wants to know more about the Lord, they would be willing to do that before they marry you also many times women don't even really know what their partner or person even believes when it comes to the Lord. they're so caught up into the idea of maybe marriage being a relationship um working through their loneliness and feeling more confident because they're in a relationship, a lot of times that's to show other people. To show other people that I'm worthy. To show other people that I can have it all. Well, we can also have it all with a broken heart, with our finances in ruin, and with our spiritual life in ruin because the first person we'll blame is God. Why didn't this work out? Lord, why didn't you, um, why did you let this happen to me? But the real question is, why did we not ask God those questions before we jumped in? So I found it really interesting that how the world fell into ruin because of Adam's sin and Christ and God had to bring Christ to redeem us, to save us, and to restore us. It's the same thing when, ladies, we sin and choose the wrong man. We fall into sin, or we fall into depression. We fall into bitterness. And we need God. And we need the grace that Jesus already sacrificed, for you to have healing, for you to be in alignment in the right relationship. Don't let bitterness consume you. Don't let your joy be stolen every day, but fall to your knees, fall into your closet, fall into being redeemed with God and thanking him that his son Jesus can restore you. Be repentive ask for forgiveness, learn from the experience, and move forward with faith, knowing that faith does bring joy, that even in the midst of your financial struggle, your relationship struggle, your loneliness, your depression, your disappointment, this passage tells you in Romans 5, God loves us. And he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. In our loneliness, the Holy Spirit can fill our hearts with love. We don't have to feel helpless. Christ can come at that exact moment and save you from despair. So we need to be willing to be restored. We need to be repentant. We need to stop blaming ourselves. We need to change. We need to gain strength, to gain knowledge, to gain power. So, because I will tell you, the way you fall once in a relationship, oh, the enemy will come and bring that exact situation again. If you've been involved with married men or married women, After the first one, oh, there'll be another trial. And how you handle that second trial and that third trial will really determine your strength. It will determine if you truly repented to God and asked for his help. It will also show the growth that you've had in your relationship and in your faith, that You always look at uh, one first time, you fool me. Second time, can't fool me twice, because then it's shame on me. First time, shame on the person. And when we get to the third and the fourth time, then we're dealing on shame on me. And shame on me brings repentance. We're not under the law, but we are under gaining faith, gaining grace, But it's not, I sin every day and I just ask for grace. The sincerity of our heart, God knows. So, just as sin has tried to bring death to us, God's grace gives us a stronger, more powerful, gives us that warrior spirit and a higher standing with God, a closer relationship with Jesus. And that's what I pray over for each of you listening to this, that by the sound of my voice, that the Lord will open your eyes. He'll remove the scales. He'll remove the wax from your ears. And he will remove that hard callous over your heart so that the words and your language that comes forth reveals the relationship you have with Christ. We can't walk around using foul language and not realize our heart is foul. We can't use that excuse that I got a little Peter in me. No, you've got a little hardness and a little foulness and some sin in you. And we need to repent. Our words should speak truth. Our words should bring forth joy. Our words should bring forth faith. Our words should show who is our Father, who is our Savior. Who is the lover of our soul? Who is your redeemer? Who shed their blood for you? Who was raised from the dead for you? Who is giving you eternal life? Who is bringing you eternal joy? That is my hope today. God bless you. And let's find some great nuggets in the word. So join me in Romans 5. Read it for yourself. And as I shared with you in an earlier podcast, find out what this chapter summarizes for you. Answer the questions of the who, what, when, where, and why for you at this moment. What is God speaking to you in this moment? Take Bible study to that next level. Sit with the Lord in prayer and ask, what do you want me to to learn from my past and what do you want me to gain for my future so that I can walk it at a higher level and that your presence of the Holy Spirit in you can shine brighter. Love you, family. Talk soon. Enjoy this holiday.